Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Between a waltz and a bolero You steadied me in your arms I locked my eyes with your eyes Touched my lips to your cheek Wow, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> Couple this is years. The last, the last episode. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, this is Duncan, and sitting this next is Briggs. to me is Briggs. Yep. And uh, in typical style, I'm stepping on Briggs's uh, <laughs> comments. Uh, yeah, global pandemic. Yeah, that happened. Bunch of new bands that we're uh, playing with and doing cool shit with around here in the Seacoast area of New Hampshire. But. The plan for 2023 coming forward with the Muse podcast is to keep things shorter. So let's get at it. Keeping it tight. All right. So we got together with the acoustic music duo Soul Color. Do you want to tell people a little bit? Sure. Soul Color is a acoustic duo from the Portsmouth area consisting of Nashira and Will on vocals and guitar, respectively. Uh, They came in here to the barn and played a couple songs for us. Dance Again, which is off of their forthcoming album, uh, coming out June 9. And they also played a song called Chickadee. And uh, both those tunes were awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, This is a relatively new act. Uh, They haven't been doing this for very long. Uh, I know they got together. You can hear more about it during the episode, but they got together during the uh, pandemic and are just starting to pop around here. I mean, there, I'm sure there's a number of people who are new to this podcast. Uh, people who have been listening to the podcast for a while know this is kind of a love letter to the Seacoast area here in New Hampshire. If you picture New Hampshire in your head, there's that little ass end of it that sticks out and, and you know, farts out into the uh, water. That's where we live. <laughs> the Seacoast. The Seacoast, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I like my description better. Sure. <laughs> anyway... Uh, and, and 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 including newer acts and things like this, rather than just some of the more established people around here, uh, is really exciting to me. Absolutely. They have a bunch of dates coming up, and it is uh, our job to read them. Do you want to read the sure, dates? Sure, I got you, yeah. Uh, they'll be at uh, the Rail Penny Tavern in Epping on June 3rd. 3rd. On June 10th, they'll be at Gibbs Garage Bar and Grill in Portsmouth. <laughs> June 24th at Sawbelly Brewing in Exeter. Sawbelly. Yep. July 1st at uh, Safe Harbor uh, in Kittery Point. Jingle uh, your jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, July 8th at York Beach Beer Company at York Beach. Shout out to Andy Joshua. Yeah. York Beach. Uh, yes. So this is the Muse Podcast. We are the Muse Podcast on all social media. If you'd like to get in touch with us, go to themusepodcast.com. And uh, hit the contact button, and uh, that'll send you an email directly to my desk. Uh, you can tell us how we could be better or why we are fucking up. <laughs> there you go. Uh, speaking of fucking up, it looks like I was off the mic on there, so I apologize. Without any further ado, here we are, people. Welcome back to the Muse Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Soul Color.
We slipped on down the old road Between the dusk and the twilight Van Morrison, brown-eyed girl Playing on the radio As the lightning bugs begin to dance Inviting us to join Become a shadow in the setting sun And I never knew A night so perfect or that I'd ever feel this way When we'd sway I wanna dance with you again Just a minute in your sunshine I trade away a lifetime Everything I have I don't mind just to dance with you again Between a waltz and a bolero You steadied me in your arms I locked my eyes with your eyes Touched my lips to your cheek So I could breathe you in And I never knew A night so perfect or That I'd ever feel this way When we'd sway I wanna dance with you again Just a minute in your sunshine I wish that I could stop time I put my love and rewind Just to dance with you again And I know that I can't go back All I have is a memory Of a night and the love so strong when we sway. So let's do that dance again. We could steal a little sunshine. I could hold you close one more time. And dream that you are still mine When you dance with me again I could hold you close one more time And dream that you are still mine When you dance with me again
what a beautiful song. Thank you. <laughs> Let's give Will a chance to get on the mic. All right. Hiko, can you hear yourself? I think so. I can always hear myself, so. Fantastic. <laughs> so, what's the official title of that song? That song is called Dance Again. So you sent me that uh, that piece a couple weeks ago? I did, I did. Like was that a, like a that was a pretty great recording of the piece? Yeah, that'll be the one that we uh, release on Spotify on June 9th. Well, all streaming services on June 9th with a video and hopefully this. And it's a full core press. I think it's our best song. I don't know what Nishira thinks, but uh, I think it's our best. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll roll with it. I don't have a, a favorite. I love them all. <laughs> it's a beautiful song. Thank you. So, uh, did you guys write the song? Is this uh, was there another songwriter? Nope, I'm the uh, songwriter. Uh, lyrics. So the process is. We'll talk about our process, and then I'll talk about how we wrote the song. Yeah, um, I mean, so first off, how long have you had this song cooking? Is it a newer? Yeah, thing? it was um, probably sometime last summer. I was sitting out uh, on my patio, and that like little light motif came. Do 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 do. And then I just started, it was actually on the fourth capo, and I started constructing a song around that. Um, pretty simple, pretty simple chord structure. It's nothing complicated. And then um, I've only started writing lyrics probably for about a year and a half now. Um, so, um, and I always had this vision of like a slow dance in a field in my head. Sorry. Um, and, uh, and so just started kind of trying to write lyrics to it a little bit, um, just thinking about like a, perfect moment and everybody's like that you can never really get back and you didn't realize it was perfect at the time yeah and you look back at it and you're like wow that was wish i could get that back and it's a little bit dramatic right like trading away a lifetime and whatnot but clearly the the person in the song is smitten with the other person oh absolutely so yeah so that's yeah. that's that's how it that was kind of how it started like it's just a vignette it's not really a personal story but it's kind of putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and you could um, swap out any moment for that. So, Nishira, when did you? So, how did you hear the song? So, Will actually sent me a recording of I think it was just the instrumental the first time, and then he had a set of lyrics that he sent over. And I don't. I think maybe a little bit of time went by, and then you sent me. He sent me like I was like, well, <clears throat> I hear what you have acoustically and I'm reading what you've got here so why don't you sing along to your own recording and I'd like to hear what you like what you kind of envision with the song so he sent me that recording and then from there I kind of sing I kind of did my own thing with it but I was timing and I wanted to know like you know uh, how he wanted that so or what he was looking for and I feel like uh, I'm pretty happy with the the end result there oh i, I hope That's everybody <laughs> yeah we went through we went through um a bunch of iterations so i did it at the fourth capo uh, capo the fourth frat because it i wanted to give it a little more country maybe songwritery which is a lot of what we do uh, with nashira singing because she just it's just like a in between the second and fourth frat is like where where she's at vocally second and fourth fret on the yeah um but um she didn't like it so it was too she didn't like it she said it sounded like a bell so then we tried at the second uh, capo the second and finally we just dropped it to kind of standard tuning and it just it just clicked from there yeah you're, are you tuned to half step down too? i am i am yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful sound it's nice yeah it sounds nice yeah absolutely so it fits your vocal right i mean 
I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated with how vocalists actually get behind a song. Like, can you picture the song? Is that how it works? Um, I it really sounds honestly, like you're singing the song. Right. Like it's yeah. Your. Well, I like envision. I've honestly, I like think of my mother and like summers. You know, spending time at my grandmother's, um, and she had a house in uh, North Berwick, or sorry, South Berwick. And um, I don't know. It just kind of reminded me of like the mile long dirt road that we would drive down and. I kind of just think of my mom when, when I'm singing it, so it makes it a little bit easier to get through. It's a really universal song. I think most people can yeah, yeah I can relate to that imagery, right, the yeah. way it comes across. So have you played the song in front of people? We have. We started, um, so, so talk a little bit, like, Nishira and I are like ships passing in the night schedule-wise, so <laughs> what I'll do is I'll sing. I can't really sing. I can hold a tune, kind of. And uh, I send it, when I send it to her, I always say it's in black and white. And when it comes back from her, it's in Technicolor. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Right. Um, but yeah, we started playing it, I would say probably, it takes a while. Like We wanted to get good at it. We wanted to make it sound good. Probably last fall. Um, a lot of the places we play, sometimes we're in the background. Um, but there's been a couple times where people have just stopped and listened to that and said, well, that was beautiful. Um, so it is, we probably play it I don't know, towards the end of the first set. We have two sets of music in three hours. Um, it's a nice... We have that. I feel like it's an offset. We do a version of Shania Twain. Um, um, You're still the one. You're still the one. So I feel oh, like right. those look nice bookends to our slow songs. So we have Dance Again, and then we have that one at the end of the, at the, end of the set. I like the way the song comes in. Uh, it comes in like... It doesn't come in as a certain genre. It just kind of comes in as a beautiful song. I can see it falling in a pop direction, in a folky direction, in a country direction. I can see it a bunch of different ways uh, overall. And the way you deliver it, it just sort of, it feels very much like you. Like, that's the version. And I remember hearing it the first time going, wow, that's, that, that's something everybody's going to remember. Yeah, it's so. definitely hers. Oh, there's no question. She owns right? it. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. So how long have you been singing, may I ask? Since I was two, I would say. I'm 37 now. I so. didn't ask that. <laughs> that was you. Uh, 37 so years young. Though, all all right? your life, you're saying? Yes. Yeah? Um, yeah. Do you have some uh, early memories of singing? Um, just to everyone in the house and kind of just annoying everyone. Mm. So I just remember being really little and just falling asleep. And every night I would look up and I would pray that I could someday be a, an amazing singer. Really? Yeah. This was an early yeah. vision. Like I remember I was like six probably. Was there a time when you knew that this was going to work? Um, I mean, I no, guess. No, I mean like. When you were 12 or... No, no, I honestly, because I was so scared to... I would sing in front of people at home, but I was terrified to sing in front of people in yeah. public. When was the first time you did? I think I was uh, 17 and it was karaoke and I sang, uh, what was it, Patsy Cline's Crazy. That was the first song, yeah, and I had practiced it for like years. <laughs> so I, I was so ready and everyone was like, wow. That was great. Awesome. So. Was there a large audience? Were you at the There friends? were like 20 people. Yeah. I was at a bar. I probably shouldn't have been, but <laughs> I was dating an older guy at the time, so <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't drinking. I was just singing. 
I don't know if I, I can't relate to the dating an older guy thing, but I can definitely relate to uh, 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 inappropriate uh, uh, age group uh, dating. So, yeah. Uh, so there you are. Was it just you and, and this person or were you with some some? Friends? I was with family, actually. I was oh, with really? my aunt. Yeah. Did they make you do it? Did they push you up there? I, I mean, she's... I think she just was like encouraging me. She had been talking about it for weeks. So oh, it was basically yeah. like I had to. Like okay. there was no way out of it because that's why we were there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was like a planned out thing. So. so you went for that reason? I did for that one karaoke song. Yep. And it and worked. I did it. And I, yeah, I did it. Did so. the audience dig it? They did. I would say the first time, though, that I ever sang in front of a large group of people and it was i would say i was 20 sorry this might have been 30 it was at wow. the press room in downtown portsmouth and it was open mic night. no yeah it was open mic night and i didn't have anyone playing guitar i didn't have an instrument but i kind of just wanted to Etta james had just passed oh, yeah. and i wanted to sing um at last so i just did it acapella and the entire room just went dead quiet and it was a bar full of people um wow. and i knew at that point probably that i was like oh okay i think i should probably you know keep singing stick so. with it <laughs> yep. that's amazing that's awesome man. yeah do you have a uh well will do you have a memory when did you start playing the guitar um we always have you? yeah we have one laying around the house i think i picked it up i was you know i'm kid of the 80s right i'm gen x so um i'm showing my age Were you Warrant Gen X, or were you Depeche Mode? I was, I was, I was, or I was, I was, well, I liked REM, REM was the first show I ever saw. Um, but uh, I saw him at the, I saw the green tour at the at Boston Garden, uh, when it was Boston Garden. Um, but um, yeah, we had we had an old uh nylon string, oh, so like Van Hagar. Van Hagar, yeah, Van sure. Hagar, uh, 80s, right? And uh, but I always liked James Taylor, right? So I had this. This um, uh, nylon string acoustic in a Mel Bay chord book, uh, and I you just Mel Bay. Yeah, I, just, I had uh, one of those. Yeah. Everyone had one. They yeah. were just around. And I just, I just taught myself Find some chords and self-taught. Um, Keep going. He's making yeah, jokes I know, while you're talking. I know. That's fine. <laughs> you say, hold up, hold up. Yeah. So you said you you taught yourself. I did. I did. Um, I played. You know, but you, you max out. Right? I was in a you know garage band and. I played a little bit in college, but it kind of right. went away. And then, um, I don't know, years later, um, my girlfriend at the time, uh, my, now my wife, took me to see Brian Setzer when I was 26. Wow. And my head just... Was it at the Orpheum in Boston? It was not at the Orpheum. It was at the Palladium in Worcester. Oh, <sighs> I didn't awesome. see that show. Yeah. And yeah. My, my head just like fell off. I'm like, that's what I want to do. So I went and bought a... Um, I had a job at the time. So I went and bought a, like a student model, like Gibson ES135, like a jazz guitar, like the like the low end sure. of jazz guitars. Is that the, uh, is that the big red thing? Uh, similar. Okay. And um, and I took lessons for a year, like real lessons, like every weekend with this guy named Ron Bossy, Berkeley guy, um, who where we recorded at his studio. Oh, really? So yeah. Um, um, Shout out. And it was a, it was a, just a, and I said to Ron, I said, I don't want to learn scales. I don't want to learn, and it's, there's holes in my playing. I said, I just want to be able to play like jazz phrasings. And he right. got, he got me up and running quickly. And you'll hear that in my play, not in that song. It's probably the one song where you don't hear it. Um, but then after that, you know, it took some, did some kind of spot stuff. But um, then I had kids 
and I put it down for a long time. And then I moved up here probably 12, 12 years ago with the intent of, okay, I'm going to finally like figure this out. And where, where was that before? We eventually did. Where, where was that before, before you were here? Oh, we're, uh, I grew up in Quincy, Massachusetts, oh, okay. Ma- um, yeah. but we were living out in Westboro, yeah. Massachusetts, yeah. Bur- suburbia. Not really me. I'm a city kid. Um, yeah. Not that Portsmouth's like a <laughs> city, but it's more city than Westboro. <laughs> sure. You know? and, so, uh, so how did this, how did Soul Color come together? Yeah. So this will be a he said, she said uh, view. Well, well, then you'll have to decide who goes yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I'll do it. And then, um, so... We moved up here, and my wife and I would go to um, Cure Restaurant downtown, and and Nashira was the um, ran in front of the house. She's a manager uh, there, and I don't know. We got to, we got to talking about music for whatever reason. I think maybe you were going off to do karaoke night or something. We're talking about this is like seven or eight, seven or eight years ago. <laughs> I was addicted to karaoke for a yeah. little while there. Yeah. Seven or eight years ago, and I was like, "Hey, I play guitar." We should do something. Because in my mind, I always wanted to have a female singer. Um, and I'm sure, and then I'll, I'll kind of kick the story over. I'm sure she was like, all right, creepy married dude. Like, <laughs> like sure you do, right? Um, and so we went in a couple more times, and I was like, hey, hey. And she gave me her email. You might as well give me a 1-800 number. She's like, oh, yeah, here's my email. Um, and then COVID hit. I mean, so... I saw oh, I saw oh, her sing yeah. I saw her sing karaoke one night. Um, one of my friends was struggling through Marvin Gaye, and she came and slayed it. And I'm like, we got to do this. It was like I was at D Street. It was like one in the morning. And you're like, yeah, 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 sure. And uh, then COVID hit, and that was it. Like literally, I trying to get her to sing for like five years, nothing. And then, what happened after that, right? You want to tell the Neil story? Oh, okay. So we have a mutual friend, and he was having a boat renaming ceremony. Okay. What was the old name? Do you remember? Um, <sighs> I don't. I don't remember it. Do you remember the new name? Yeah, it's the K Aloha. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> something in something so, in Hawaiian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, so he wanted us to. He uh, so he had reached out to me and he said, "Hey, I'm renaming my boat." And we have to have a ceremony. And I would like you, if you can, would you like to sing Girl from Ipanema with a you know, f- fellow guitarist and friend of mine? And uh, I was like, yeah, sure. So he you know, put us in like a three-way uh, group message. And I realized it was the creepy guy from Cure Restaurant. <laughs> yeah, for and- people who don't know, we're talking about stuff. <laughs> And ten and young. Yeah, Because yeah. Yeah. I, I had done an, like, during COVID, I had done an instrumental and I posted it, right? It's like bored. Yeah. So I did, I did it. Um, it's out there somewhere on my, my personal Instagram page. So that's why he's like, oh, he's like, that's going to be the theme of that. He's like, do you want to play guitar? And I'm like, I can, like, I can do all that. It's really depressing, like, middle aged guy music. Like, I can play background. I said, if you can find a singer. Yeah, so we got together. We learned um, "Girl from Ipanema" and like a couple other songs. There was like a Tracy Chapman, yeah. and um, we performed for, on the boat for that ceremony. And then kind of kept meeting up for practices. And we're like, we should start. We should play out. So we decided to start meeting. Like I don't know, it was like once a week or something, and just to build up enough music so that we could entertain people for three hours yeah. or two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So then since then, this has just been the thing you've been done. This is it, You yeah. played a bunch of different places. Yeah, we, we've been we've been fortunate. I mean, like, it's hard. It's, you, you live up here. It's, it's Competitive is the wrong word, but there's so much talent yeah. that to break in. And there's so much talent that's, like, been here for years. Well, right? Briggs, I know you haven't been to one of these. we got to change that. But uh, the, I saw you guys first um, at Marty Ingla's place. At, oh, yeah, the Lou. North Buick Lounge. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. It's sort of an underground, right. above ground barn. Uh, it's supposed to be invite only, but it's not. And anyway, but I don't remember what it was was ha oh, that we were doing that night. It's the 70s. Oh, it was a 70s yeah, thing. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. And you yeah, were you singing a chic song? We did. We did good times. We good times. Good times. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And I and there were a million people there, and everybody's there to see their you know their friends and all that. They're really packed into this barn. And it was really cool because it's post-COVID. You know, during COVID, everybody's just sitting at home. It yeah. seems like kind of a long time ago, doesn't it? It does. We're just all literally not leaving the house, you know? <laughs> but it was great. This place is, you know, filled with people. And it was just like, for me, it, it was, you know, all starting to happen again. I mean, it, it wasn't that long ago. But I remember you singing. And I remember hearing it from out front. And I'm going... What's going on? Because I thought it was all just going to be bands, 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 you know. And uh, there's sort of a group of people that that play there a lot. So right. different combinations playing different '70s songs. It was great. People were super into it. You had a bunch of songs, so you played like. Yeah, we did that. We did um, much different than the rest of the sets, right? Did um, you play a Stevie Wonder song? We did. We did. Um, isn't she lovely? Yeah, isn't she lovely? That I remember. Yeah, right. we did uh, Blue Bayou. Yes. <laughs> and we did... Um, Is that Linda Ronstadt? The Linda Ronstadt version, yeah. And then we did uh, Midnight Train to Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Midnight Train to Georgia yeah. is... And we did the... I think we did the Joker, too, did we? I think we might have. I think we did mine to Steve Miller as Steve well. Steve Miller. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but we've been fortunate. I mean, we... Kevin Dwyer at Dwyer's Pub, a little yeah. shout out, um, gave us our first show. It was hard. Like, you send out emails. You, you know, you've been, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. people don't respond. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have any anything outside of a couple videos, which we filmed just to say, look, you know, we can do this. Yep. And Kevin was like, yeah, whenever. Um, and then we kind of bootstrapped into the feed company. Yeah. And then it probably took maybe like six months for us to get like regular, but a regular schedule. But then once I would say, Late summer hit last year. We were we were busy. We were playing two or yeah, three shows a weekend. Some of your uh, some of your videos get a lot of views yeah. too. Can yeah. we lead people towards those? Do you have yeah. a YouTube channel? Yeah, it's Soul Soul Color. Um, yeah. So S O U L. S O U S O U S O U L C O L O U R. Uh, we thought I thought it was a good marketing thing at the beginning. Have the double OUs. We could stack them like Soul and Color. Oh. But then people don't necessarily spell it that way so but that's what it is so it's soul color one word with the canadian slash english spelling of color <laughs> some of those videos uh i noticed have gotten a lot of likes. yeah yeah and, yeah you, know, you also have some social media presence yep, as well we do yeah all right so in the spirit of uh of keeping our obviously our podcast is back we haven't done yeah, this it's been a while since before covid uh we're going to be a little tighter now so i think it's important that we go directly to road stories yeah sure stories from the of, road yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be a theme there yeah by our friend phil uh we recorded a uh we shouldn't uh, we haven't told people but we actually recorded a a secret um 
episode with Phil before COVID. That's true. Which nice. nobody knows about. <laughs> no one should know about, probably. Right, with Deep Sky Pilots playing. Right. And Phil. And uh, the one we did before that we had was, like, censored. It was... Oh, really? Phil's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he's a wonderful person. <laughs> he's awesome. He's a beautiful person. Uh, anyway, so Road Stories was uh, not really his idea, but I think it's kind of his idea. Well, he sang the theme song for it, right? He, so he made it his own, which is what Phil does. <laughs> So I so you played a bunch of places. Yep. Uh, maybe a story that you remember. Good or play. bad. You kind of gave one us of one each. already, which was your first karaoke right, experience. Right. But can you remember a, a like a beautiful like just the best time? Like there was this one time, like we were on this boat, and I didn't throw up or whatever it is, um, or something that's uh, embarrassingly awesome. Do you have any uh, memories? Is this soul playing color live. related? Yeah, playing live. Well, <laughs> I remember having, I mean, this is like a terrible. Oh, it doesn't have to be any. Memory. I don't even know why I'm thinking of it, but <laughs> I, there was one where I wore this dress that I just had to wear. I decided I'd, you know, gone through several outfits before okay. the gig and I have to keep into consideration. I'm going to be like standing most of the time, moving. I have to be like comfortable and. Yeah, um, a lot goes into these choices and I made for a, everyone. Yeah, I made a terrible, terrible choice with this dress. Okay. <laughs> and it was like static cling. It was the weirdest thing because the dress was like too too big but it was too tight at the same time <laughs> and will's eyes just the whole time because i was singing i felt like i had like snakes on me <laughs> and he's just looking at me like stop squirming and sing the freaking song so it was it was a little bit wild but um we were on the verge of uh, wardrobe malfunction uh, uh, <laughs> that's how it goes yeah, yeah um, i mean it, i mean it always looks so so simple like everybody just shows up on stage looking good doing your thing but you gotta gotta put in the time yeah. How about you, sir? Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking, like, we had a show last weekend, which I, like, I, my muscle memory just, like, failed me the entire show. It was a, it was a I don't know if it wasn't a disaster, Dude, but this it happens. certainly wasn't our, it wasn't our best show. But the, we, we were just trying to, we were just trying to break in, right? And, yeah. like, um, we got an opportunity to play Saw Belly Brewery. Yeah. Right? Which is kind of like, it's a great place to be. Yeah, play, absolutely. Right? But you have to get in. Like you have sure. to do a good yeah. job there or you don't get any more gigs, right? On the seacoast. If I understand, yeah, there's a person who books that place yeah. who uses it kind of as, like you said, like a way in. Yeah, it's a way in, a right? Gatekeeper. So gatekeeper. And so you know, and it's hard to like it took us probably like six to nine months just to sound good. Find the sound. Sure. We went through a zillion amps. Uh and so we had this um like this fishman, like one of the big the big loud box. Loud box. The big one. Mm -hmm. and um we were killing it we were killing it i thought i thought we were and like i'm in the middle and i don't do many guitar solos i do one at the beginning of um boot scoot and boogie but it's at brooks and dunn right? right and uh i'm sitting there and i'm like and like the amp just dies gone couldn't revive it middle of the show show over no backup nothing i had a backup amp someone something told me to bring in the loud box mini so i had it in the back <laughs> But, is this also the same? Yeah, but, it's, it's, it's a mini version of the loud box. Catch but, up, uh, but it was a disaster. And like and after that, like I was rattled. Like I couldn't I couldn't get any song right. And I was like, I think I said to Nashira after them, like, we're never gonna get booked again, like ever again. That was an unmitigated disaster. And we did. They liked us I, because I think the first half was pretty good. Um, but we just, and then there was another show where like I, I changed out the loud box for the Bose line array, but the small one. The L8, I think it's called. And we're playing the Clipper Tavern, which is a big, 
And that's, that's a great place. And it's kind of, yeah. and it's and it's her place, right? It like she, she owns that place. Yeah. And <laughs> like we, I couldn't boost her vocals enough, and everybody's like her fans. So people like in the middle of the show are coming up to me. You need to turn her up. Yeah, you you need to turn her up. You can't hear her. Yeah. Like you need to turn her up. She she sounds like shit. Oh, she sounds not great. You can totally. Uh, you can say whatever. She sounds like shit. You need to turn. I'm sweating and I'm trying to play. And the people taking me aside, they're like, No, I don't, I don't think you understand. Like you need to make her sound better. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, bro, it's done. I'm like, Look I here, can't. I can't. There's and then can so the next day, I returned that and I got the L16, and that that has seemed to uh, that, and we bought a cloud lifter, and that has seemed to what's a cloud it's like i don't a, know what that it's is. a it boosts a dynamic microphone oh oh it's like a it, yeah. it, phantom power is a dynamic right, microphone right, right. instead of a whatever the other microphone gotcha. I'm, I'm not a technician but but we've had we had so many problems with sound for so long that it could just get depressing I'm like oh like couldn't get the sound right she sounded great we had the songs down but we couldn't do it so um that was a um that was a couple disasters yeah i mean sounds a problem for pretty much anybody who's yeah, not yeah. carrying their own sound people and all that because everybody look how much work goes into like writing songs and getting them together mm -hmm. and then working them and then recording them right. and then practicing and then preparing and then yeah. preparing for the actual gig and yeah. breaking away from all things in your life and you go there and there's some dude who's like this is my place yeah Good luck, you know. Yeah. And you're like, kid, like. And then all of her fans, they they like like it's midnight, and they smell. They all smell like booze, and they're coming up to me like, you need to make her sound better. Well, it's you're, tough. You're, kill, you're killing the show. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. It's tough because you're, you know, you're not. I mean, you're all, you're you. You shouldn't. Let's be realistic. You yeah. shouldn't be doing the sound. I'm no. sure you're great at it, right, but right. I'm saying. In a perfect world, someone else would do the exactly. sound, and you just hard to focus on the music yeah. when you get the technical stuff to deal with. Well, well when you got drunk people, yeah, yelling, also yeah, true the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but we've we've rectified that. I think we've like we've dialed in our sound, and you know, got the right. Oh, and then I lost like I had a. We played Cup of Joe's, which is one of our favorite places to play, yeah. and I and I had a new. I had like an older Martin, and I had a. I don't know. I had a, some something put in it to 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 amplify it and with Gary's and they put like the stock battery in the battery died in the middle of the show. Like, so Ugh. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, why am I turning this up? Why do I keep turning this up? Why do I keep turning this up? This is why we no have dollar store batteries. Oh my God. This is why we have the road stories. It was brutal. Yeah. And that, you know, that's, was just, that was like one after another. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm never going to get over the sound thing, but finally I think we spent some money on it and I got this guitar, which is um, great. And I think we're, we're, where we're at at this point which is good good sounds fantastic what's the uh future now you're do you so you have a recording and june 9th yep yeah that's gonna be i will so we'll do one more single it's taking a little time um because my my buddy ron bossy who owns the studios also came out with an album he's going on tour like really nationally yeah do you know jeff lorber yeah yeah he's going on tour with jeff really Lorber. yeah yeah that's yeah. Fantastic. i'll send you stuff but but anyway he's yeah. busy with that, that he, dude what i think in the Oh, definitely in the 80s. Yeah, I yeah. go back all the 70s. He might. That's great. Yeah. Jeff Lorber. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Lorber Fusion. You got it. And um, Keyboard Magazine. Exactly. And <laughs> Keyboard so Magazine. They did an album together. And so he's trying to prep for that. I mean, he's a control freak, so he won't let his guys, like, I'm his old student, so he wants to, like, make everything sure, perfect. Right. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm waiting for one more fucking song. Oh, you're so close. And then that's the EP. Great. Uh, and then we're gonna, you know, we're already writing new music. I think our sound's changing a little bit, which is which is a good thing. Right. Um, progresses, and then will you continue to make videos? Oh yeah, I yeah. hope so. Yeah, we like it. 
I want to do something like outside though. Yeah. Yeah. With, I mean, like the wind blowing. And yeah. I, think it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's a powerful thing. It I is. Mean, people, you know, listen with their eyes these days. You it know? is. It is. It's, um, yeah, we like it. I would like to do that. The ones that we're going to post these singles were done professionally. Right. Yeah. But I'd like to have a little, probably a little more equipment at home where we could do something that's sure better. Yeah. Um, you know, we, at Marty's place, like yeah. we've got some footage when we we got asked to play there right after COVID, nobody showed up. Yeah, Marty found found us. Um, but he's we've got he's an, an so amazing yeah he's an amazing yeah. person. Um, Just a great guy. And uh, but we have so much footage from that show, and it was literally there was probably like ten people there. Uh, he said he made money, but I think yeah. he was, I think he was lying to set us. Up the uh, video set up there for yeah, yeah. sending live and and, yeah. and doing broadcast. He did a, an entire thing for Midnight Wrens, you know. And, oh yeah, yeah. And the guy and uh, our friend uh, Ben at the Word Barn. You know, these are just these are really really great people yeah. that are supporting that the Seco scene Absolutely. the same way yeah, yeah. we're all trying to do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I know Adam would be really cool as well to do some work. So yeah, yeah. We can talk about that later on, but. All right, so why don't we take a look? You probably need to uh, tune up for a sec here. Yeah. Uh, do you, would you be one more song? Willing yeah. to, exactly, <laughs> willing to send us out here? Yeah, we're gonna do one um, that we take your time that we've done once. Oh, and really? So it's still in development. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. called um, it's called Chickadee. I think we like it, right? It's um, so we're still working some stuff out, but um, you know, we'll we'll give it a shot here and we'll play out, and it's uh. Kind of we're going a little bit more in like a, 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 a at least right now, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm writing a little bit more in a bluesy direction. Right. So this will be almost a straight one, four, five. Oh, no, it's type it's, thing. Yeah. But the people listening to this podcast are used to this. this yeah, is yeah. The idea, just it, yeah. hearing something new is so compelling. Right. You know, how yeah. long have you had this now? We played it Saturday. That's it. Fantastic. Yeah. So. Well, take a minute, check your tuning there if you need to, or you feel yeah. good? Yeah, yeah. It's called uh, it's called Chickadee, and it's named after a little bird. Hold on. Let's so, pop your mics back on there for you. There you go. You hear the guitar? Yeah. Oh, it sounds pretty good. Awesome. It's called, well, uh, one more time, what's this called? This Chickadee. is called Chickadee. So we'll do our best here. You ready to rock? Wanna be your chickadee, baby Sing to you in the morning sun I'll fly to your window, darling Bring you sweet news of the day to come I'll hang all day on your shoulder, baby Stick around till the night's come Then I'll be your ladder, baby You can take your stars home when the night's through Then you can choose your angels, honey So the heavens can sing to you And just know, my sugar None of them can hold a candle to you When I say I love you, it means 
want no world without you by my side I'm kneeling before you, baby Lord knows I'd swallow my foolish pride So let me be your badger, baby Bring all my honey on home to you Maybe a big old grizzly bear Keep you warm till the winter's through I'll be anything you need me to, baby I just wanna give all my love to you And when I say I love you It means I don't know a world without you by my side there's no one else above you, baby If I can't be with you, I'm gonna die So let me be your checkity, baby Sing to you in the morning sun I'll fly to your window, darling Tell you sweet news of the day to come When I say I love you, baby I mean to say you're my only one You're my only one You're my only